team in high school ladies and gentlemen you had an improv team in high school yeah it was for all the kids who got laid too much sure man <laughs> but here's the thing this this team from the rival town had a fucking golden retriever <laughs> it would always just smoke us in competitions but God. as you well know denny there's no rule in the improv rule book that says a dog can't do improv and the rule book is blank, as you know. It's all improvised. Yes. So, just like this intro. Airprov. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Coming soon to the Roku channel and <laughs> uh, HD DVD. Uh, <laughs> all right. Do you ever leave your entire improv team on a remote island because a clown keeps trying to steal them? Well, it's rightfully theirs. <laughs> they rightfully belong <laughs> He's got the papers, Denny. He's got the papers. <laughs> well, I don't know how far we can stretch this joke or this premise. It's already do- way too far. Dogs, already... dogs doing uh, things is already enough of a premise for us to make a theme on somehow. And uh, boy, howdy, we're off to a great start. Denny, would you like to welcome the people to the show? What are we doing here? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movies for Win, all caps, Animals Play Sports, part one. We are going to be covering the timeless classic, the one-of-a-kind picture, the mm. mythical, iconic status, the national treasure, Arabud, today. I, I wish it was national treasure, and this is the opposite of one-of-a-kind, because... <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a million of them. <laughs> well buddy's one of a kind i guess so yeah welcome to our Airbud discussion and our theme of animals play sports i'm excited for this one we've had such a heavy and dramatic few weeks of we really have real like bunch of tryhards really trying to make film yeah bong joon ho yeah steven spielberg noted tryhards at, <laughs> <laughs> at film Finally, a real film by a real director. And as soon as I'm done Googling his name, we're going to... Who the fuck directed Air Bud? Oh, Denny. Oh, my God, it was Buddy. <laughs> There's no Son rule. of a bitch, he's good. There's no rule and there's no stipulation in this contract that says a dog can't direct a film. Uh, Charles Martin Smith, which is a lot of words for a golden retriever. Um, <laughs> Charles Mountain Smith, or Charles Mountain Smith. Damn it, I botched it. Charles Martin Smith, come here. Good boy, Charles Martin Smith. It doesn't flow off the tongue easily. That's why I botched it. Yeah, the only problem is we have to wait 40 minutes before he, like, gives any direction. <laughs> <laughs> Try it this time, but more dog-like. <laughs> 
sir, this is Transformers. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Denny, we're going to talk about Airbud here yes. in a little bit. But first, I would like to talk about the things we watched since the last time we had an episode. I'd like that, Greg. I'd like that, too. Uh, can I go first? Yes, I never. Course. I never get to go first. True. Go first. It's, it's my turn. I watched uh, two shows. One of them I brought up last week, but I finally finished Beef on Netflix. Yes. I finished it. I I am surprised at how it ended, and I'm also surprised at how much I liked how it ended. Yeah. I loved that ending. It was really good. Me too. That's going to be sitting with me for a while. I kind of um, hope they never do another one. Yeah, that's one of those shows, you know? It's just like, if they make a season two, I'll be stoked to watch it, but if... As soon as that announcement comes, I'll be like, mm, I don't know. We're kind of <laughs> we're we're good, I think actually. Yeah. But hey, they might knock it out of the park again. Um, the other thing I watched, one thing that I can't get enough seasons of that I feel like more people should be watching. I think I brought this up last year, roughly a year ago. Uh, it's a show. It's a Max B O H original. The other two. It's a really good show. Really funny. It has uh, Molly Shannon and Ken Marino, your friends, oh. your friends from Camp Firewood. Oh, it's Victor really, Pulak. it's really really funny. I don't know if you remember me telling you about it, but Molly Shannon has three kids. Uh, one of them is a Justin Bieber type character, is a teenage pop star that's starting to get popular. And the show is about the other two. Eh? The two older siblings that are around uh, our age, Denny. Mm-hmm. And it's very fucking funny. It's, season three is about halfway through, and it's it's hit that, you know, a lot of comedies will hit that groove where, like, oh, we can actually just make the show what we want to make it. And they're really, like, hitting their stride in this season. It's really funny. It's getting a little bit more ridiculous in really good ways. So, Will you text me in a couple days and remind me to watch that? Because I completely forgot about you telling me about it before until you brought it up right now, and I really do want to see it. I just keep forgetting. I never see it, like, show up on, yeah. on like, the splash page or whatever for Max BOH, and it's it's really dumb. I, I don't want it to, like, not continue because not enough people watch it, so I'm doing my part Yeah, on, on my little podcast. I can get one person to watch the other two it'll be it'll be worth it <laughs> that one person is me and the reason is you all right denny um movies i watched a 2004 flick called saved with an exclamation mark I don't oh know if, yeah i've seen it yeah it, i remember it coming out and it was like you know like ooh, maybe like a movie about christians like with an edge Ooh, i wonder what this is about it's got macaulay culkin but it's got like a hard rating and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and i never i just never watched it until this past week and i was like this is surprisingly like lighthearted, kind of charming it doesn't seem super like cynical or mean or anything but like it what's what's more to i'm glad i watched it when i did and in, in 2023 because what's more 2004 than watching someone type ask type into ask jeeves to find out what gay is man ask jeeves was dead in 04 that was dated then (laughs) that was dated when they shot it oh i know it was probably like on the tail end of filming and then 
in theaters, everyone's like, "Are you still using that shit?" <laughs> Yahoo's right there. Right. Uh, <laughs> Let me get uh, on MSN Messenger and tell my friends about this scene. Oh, that's aim noises. Sorry. AIM. Yeah, no one used MSN um, Messenger. I, I also like that. I don't know. It, it was really funny that this girl was like eight months pregnant and because she's like kind of wearing a loose sweater everyone's like whoa you're pregnant like nobody knew <laughs> like it, the secret got busted pretty late in the film and she was like six weeks away from giving birth <laughs> very funny um the only other thing i watched is another movie from our good friends the coen brothers one I haven't seen since theaters. It was True Grit. Oh, I've been wanting to rewatch that. Yeah, it it hit Amazon Prime. I don't I don't know when, but it's on Prime Video now. And I was like, you know what? It's been since it came out. Basically, I think it's really funny that they like deconstructed the western and made like the perfect film, and then three years later they just made a western. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a probably like a C plus Coen Brothers movie, which basically makes it like an A minus regular movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's still it holds up really good. It's it's a good adaptation of the book. There was a John Wayne movie. I've seen that like, one too. I seen yeah, I watched that one too with my dad, and I was like, I think it's actually they, decent. The the John Wayne True Grit. I, I I hate westerns, and I was like, hey, not bad, not a bad it, movie. I'm not it was a like, good one. Over the moon about it, but it was fun. I watched them around the same time. I remember liking it a pretty good amount. But I really enjoyed the new one, and I, I liked it a lot on a rewatch, too. Um, just that really authentic dialogue being delivered by Matt Damon with, like, mutton chops is very charming. Only the Coen brothers can really pull this off. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's great. I, 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 I had a good time with it. So, that's what I watched, Denny. Awesome, man. How about you? Um, I've been watching a lot less lately. Um, Vanessa and I have been doing this thing where we put on Simpsons lo-fi music and just vibe. Uh, not like lo-fi Simpsons themes. There's like a bunch of great, really like chill videos of like Barton Homer Simpson dri- driving around at twilight where it just plays lo-fi music. And, uh, we've cut our watch time a lot and just vibed a little bit more, just chilled with each other, got out our phones and just didn't have like constant input, you know, like Johnny five, um, input. input um i i'm still we what we have watched we've been really powering through always sunny we're in season 16 right now um Good, we're nice. a couple episodes away from being current that's been most of our watch time um i did make it to the movie theater to see disney pixar's elemental um, oh, okay we've got tickets for this upcoming tuesday to watch it okay um it is not a bad movie but one of the worst pixar movies if that makes sense okay yeah it does um i just really i felt like they could have done a lot more with it um visually they definitely could have done more with it um i found the constant use of a race metaphor tiresome and how often they reminded us and how proud they were of themselves for doing a race metaphor 
Um, I found it really tiresome. Uh, there were like no jokes in the movie. Very few jokes. Um, I, I don't know how a kid would be entertained by this. Um, but um, I like it less the more I talk about it. Um, I just expect more from Pixar. That's all. I expect more. Yeah, that's fine. You know, after Brave and the Good Dinosaur, you're like, this is, I demand quality. Um, I'm actually a uh, brave apologist, believe it or not. I saw it once in theaters. I saw it once and I don't remember it all that well, but I thought it was pretty cool. I don't remember much of anything about it. Except... I like the big scary bear. Ooh, scary bears. Well, Denny, if that's all you got, what about a big scary dog? Clifford? That's right. It's terrifying, and it's uh, now available on Blu-ray? Disney Plus? Was that Disney? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, the wrong dog movies on Disney Plus, because... uh, Ladies and... Go on. Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, here for the main event, it's Air Bud, 1997 film that's on Disney Plus. Hold on. Wait a second. Let Let me check real quick here. No, that seems to just be Clifford. The... Disney classic Air Bud is not on Disney Plus. My mistake. Fuck that shit. That pissed me off. It's like, are you telling me I gotta do like an Amazon rental for this shit? Like, you. I I, I just want to know why. I guess because there was a period of time where Disney Plus was pretty new. Yeah. And they did. They had like deals with like I remember like the Mighty Ducks was on a different platform because they had like a deal with whatever it was on like netflix or whatever there's like we are going to be the streaming service that has these movies until this date yeah but that was years ago is this like what what are what just pull the pull the tape out of your vault disney and put it on your platform guys (laughs) the whole reason i have disney plus is is Airbud. It's 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 childhood stuff I'm nostalgic for. That's what I watch on Disney Plus. I don't think I'm watching fucking Andor. I don't give a fuck about Andor. I don't care how good it is. We don't do Star Wars on this podcast, okay, people? Well, Denny, if you don't watch the oh my god, I can't even do a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I started the bit and got tired. That's how much I don't like. <laughs> If you don't watch the show about Daredevil's second cousin, how are you going to know what happens in the Spider-Man movies when it comes out in theaters? Oh, my God. <laughs> you see how yeah. exhausting that is for me? Imagine no, I watching. Get it. I get Imagine. it, man. Like, uh... But, yeah, I watch it also for the nostalgia stuff and Bluey, of course. So oh, more... Bluey. More dog content is all I'm saying. We replaced Airbud with Bluey, and I think that's honestly a pretty good trade-off. That's a good trade. I can't deny that's a good trade. I'm more impressed with dogs playing keepy-uppy than I am with them playing basketball, to mm-hmm. be honest. But how many dollar bucks could Airbud cost? <laughs> <laughs> Just put it on there. Or no, it costs too many. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty solid bluey. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, 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 the cadence, the cadence of speech. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, thank you. I was just trying to really slowly get through my australian impression which is not good or (laughs) uh consider it i'll say (laughs) um denny enough shitting on dumb streaming platforms 
for now. We know, do right? that outside. Bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. Don't hit me with the newspaper, Danny. <laughs> Let me open it up and read you the Critical Review of the Week for... Yes! It's in print media this time! <laughs> <laughs> well it is 1997 after all so <clears throat> in my heart i believe i dog-eared this page so here we go god <laughs> do you get some mileage out of a paper prop <laughs> <laughs> it's the only prop i have for... <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a foley artist i'm just a guy with some paper on my desk <laughs> I that's how all the greats start they say this is just paper but then kid. they start to see it differently. Kid, I've seen what you can do with a notepad on the microphone on your podcast. <laughs> what would you say to fake fingernails on a bowling ball? <laughs> <laughs> what could you do then? <laughs> you see a notepad, but I see a rule book. <laughs> <laughs> with my imagination <laughs> with my imagination <laughs> that piece of paper could simply be a different piece of paper you have a gift greg you have a gift you're special you're not like the other boys you see things in a special way <laughs> you don't see them you hear them with your mind's eye <laughs> your mind's ear your mind's ear <laughs> uh coming soon to disney plus the inspirational story of a foley artist <laughs> Disney this Plus is... original miniseries, The Paperboy. <laughs> You're going to need to watch this to understand some other big fucking movie coming. Cars 4. Uh... <laughs> you made me wheeze. <laughs> oh, no. You <laughs> sounded like a real old man with that laugh. All right, I got to get through this one, Denny. Okay. Critical review of the week. Uh, this user gave it a 1 out of 10, which I was kind of surprised by. Nah. But they said... Um, they said of Airbud, the godfather of basketball playing dog movies. Well done. That's all I got. Oh, I didn't. This, this I, I, is the inflection the God... confused me. Yeah, I, I didn't read it right. I'm sorry. This is the godfather of basketball playing dog movies. This is like Francis Ford Coppola's Airbud. Right. Yes, absolutely, it is. Hell yeah. Well, Denny. This was actually your pick, so yes. with that out of the way, I'll let you summarize the plot of Airbud. You could probably do it with a, a tagline, simply. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to keep it brief. Um, but there's so much nuance to the storytelling that I don't know. Oh, like. no, no. All right, there's a really well-trained golden retriever uh, that is owned by a very mean clown, and one day he gets thrown off the back of a truck. Um, <clears throat> there's a kid with... Uh, major depressive disorder that likes to play basketball alone behind an old church um and he starts leaving putting out for buddy i'm getting in the weeds i'm getting in the weeds the kid takes him home and um the kid used to play basketball with his dead dad but he doesn't want to anymore but buddy helps him rediscover that passion but there's a coach that is abusive so they get a new coach and then they have to leave buddy on an island because the clown wanted him back and then Buddy comes back and wins the game anyway. And then they go to court. Court! Court. <laughs> to decide who owns Buddy. And they let Buddy pick. And he picks a little kid. The little depressed boy with a dead dad. He picks him. It's really sweet. Yeah. 
You he he played basketball against his dead dad. He sounds really easy to guard. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Folks played basketball before they before he died. So that's pretty much it. Like it's really just the dog. Everybody knows. Why am I like reiterating now, folks? Here's what you don't get: a dog plays basketball with his little snoot, his little snoot. He boops boops ball with snoot. Heckin' good good boy, Denny. Yes. <laughs> Have you, I'm gonna assume you've watched Airbud at some point. Oh, past. this was a childhood repeat classic. We had the tape. We watched it a lot. Um, I was all bought in to the Airbud franchise. I watched I watched the other ones. I, I really, really liked this movie when I was a kid. I could not tell you the oh, no, the last time I watched it, um oh. <laughs> I think was probably twenty fifteen. No, I don't know if I even watched it. I bought a copy of it and left it at the camp I worked at so people would be able to watch Airbud. I don't know if we watched it. Oh, I made that's everybody nice watch Space Buddies. Um, I was really that's into less Air- nice of you. <laughs> that was I was I was hated after that. Um, people were mad. Uh, I was real into Airbud that summer. Couldn't tell you the last time I watched this movie. Couldn't tell you. Um, but it it was just like running into an old friend, you know, that you haven't seen in a while. Just mm. the way I remembered it. How about you? Um, yeah. I also remember the last time I watched it because it was also the first time I watched it. We watched this at a sleepover at a friend's place when I was probably seven or eight. So it was pretty new. It, it had just come out on Disney Home Video, I'm mm-hmm. sure. And I was the only kid crying at the part where he l- tries to leave Buddy on that little oh. island. And oh. it, it was embarrassing, and it hurt my feelings a lot. And then I was embarrassed. You were the I only kid with fine. a soul. Mm-hmm. I think this is the genesis of, you know, a dog dies in a movie and I dock a point kind of thing. <laughs> if you kill a dog's spirit, that also... That's two that points. Also, that's two points. That's worse. Hey, you know what else is two points? When the, Nothing but net. When the basket dog makes the ball. Hoop, <laughs> hoop, shot. hoop shot. Nothing but vet. Ah, it starts running away. Not That's vet. when you throw a dog straight through the vet's doors. <laughs> uh, stethoscope is too cold. All right, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched it once as a kid, and that part stuck out with me. But I watched a lot of the sequels. Mm-hmm. A couple of them, I think I watched like the baseball and the football one like once, and then I think I said last week like the soccer one for whatever reason was just I, I watched it way more times than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that one. I didn't even play or like soccer at the time or mm-hmm. currently, so I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> Man, so we've got to give the whiplash warning for this. Um, if, yeah. If you have not seen Airbud, do not let us spoil this high-quality movie. Greg. We've, we've done that three times already. Much yeah. like Korean cinema, uh, this was one I was just so immersed in, I didn't want to make any notes. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was the opposite effect, where I just had, like, I kept going back to it. I had two pages of notes, you see. I was like... Burning is on the back burner. All my mind and mental energy is on Airbud now. I'm a real, I'm a real bud head. 
I actually did take notes, and this is this is a joke I wanted to remind myself to make on the podcast <laughs> based on a true story. I had a stressful day, and Bud, is this helping me come up for air? <laughs> you made that joke at your peak of stress, didn't you? Yeah! <laughs> That's the kind of joke that you need for yourself, but shouldn't tell... <laughs> others and expect a laugh now i've told the world <laughs> now everyone knows hey I, I appreciate you coming from such a point of honesty yeah i think uh, the film is so honest that mm. it brings out the honesty in an audience it makes us better we're really growing with main character boy mm-hmm What's his name? Little dead dad Josh. depressed boy. Oh. Josh. His name is Josh. Very basic. <laughs> Little dead dad, dad depressed boy. Speaking of that, I, I was reminded of... Uh, sorry to pivot away from your great joke, but... I was reminded of watching Mac and Me, where a single mom with a <laughs> recently deceased husband takes her... I guess just... Does he, does he have a sibling in this movie? I, I believe he has a younger sister. Yeah, the younger sister. That's right. A, a single mom, recently deceased husband, takes their two kids to move to the nicest fucking house I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this woman's job? Is she like a fucking lawyer? Tables! Uh, <laughs> There's your weekly what? reference. <laughs> There's your weekly reference. Ka-ching. Dues paid. But yeah, it's... It's such a... I think it just makes me... I'm not really confused. Like, oh, why is this in the movie? I'm just, like, mad that it can't be like that now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As someone who's buying a house next Tuesday... <laughs> it really made me appreciate the 90s real estate economy. <laughs> like, I, it was heavily on my mind when they walked into that house. I was like, single fucking mom with two kids... Nice. This would be a 500 square foot apartment if it was made in 2023 and not even a nice one. Josh, leave that dog outside. I don't have time this week. I'm working 20 hours at the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting a roof over your head somehow. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to knock the single mom or anything or kids dealing with... Uh, I'm impressed. You know. I'm not knocking her. She's She's, she's like selling drugs to pay for this house she's up to something because i don't know if you caught it or if this kind of you know caught your eye but there's one point where she like checks in on her or like she comes home and i swear she's wearing a kill bill outfit <laughs> i do not remember that no. she's got like the yellow pants and the yellow jacket with like a black stripe i'm like wait a second this is <laughs> i see where quentin got it that's all i'm saying <laughs> he only steals from the best <laughs> oh man so all joking aside i thought this was a pretty good movie you know what i texted you to say like yeah like a lot of the like critiker thought i was going to give this movie a one out of ten yeah it had me giving it like a ten uh yeah it was just like bad ratings all over the place it, only on the sites that we really look at it was just like all the reviews are like this one sucks shit or whatever but like i don't know it's a pretty fun movie and this isn't even coming from a place of like real nostalgia 
Because I only saw it the one time. And you were humiliated for having and I feelings. Was, yeah, that's right. I was humiliated. I think most of that was in my head, but you know, <laughs> it stayed there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What? At what point did you kind of realize, like, oh, this is actually kind of working for me? I think it's honestly... <clears throat> For the vast majority of the movie, but I realized it very early, um, I could tell that I was feeling what they wanted me to feel. Mm-hmm. That I was, like, ironically watching this movie from childhood, like, not yeah. taking it seriously at all. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm happy when the characters are happy, I'm, I, I feel sad when the characters are experiencing sadness, and... um. You know, I, I just think that, like, it's because this movie has, like, 75 sequels, and they're all <laughs> so lazy, like, incredibly lazy and hack, that you forget that the original, like, actually tried. Actually tried and came across as, as very sincere for the most part, I thought. Um, what about yes. you? When did, when did you notice it was working? Sincerity does go a long way. I mm-hmm. like that you use that word. Um, I think I was really finding myself like I, I was stepping into it really ready to like, oh, man, I read all the reviews like, oh, this must be worse than I remember. We're going to rip this one apart. This is actually going to be fun. I was going to text you and be like, hey, Denny, you remember when we're like trying to pick bad movies and then you picked the good one? Yeah. Like, oh, this one's actually a load of shit. And then. I'm pretty immersed in it. Like, I'm feeling what's intended for the most part. Like, it's just... It's solid. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's worthy of all the negativity that it seems to be getting on the internet these days. Well, and I, I really take. think... Um, <laughs> this is why that worked, right? Well... <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know how true this is. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> other, sticks. other than the final scenes of the movie, um, which I'm going to address later in a separate conversation, mm. it's not that Buddy was doing anything that ridiculous. Like, he was hitting a ball with his nose and making it go in the basket. You know, like, it... it and it, everyone was losing their shit. Right, it wasn't like MVP where like this like ape is doing like very complex, highly coordinated task. Like I really, it's not that much of a stretch to believe you could train a dog to make a basket in this manner. It's not yeah. that much of a stretch. You probably couldn't. Yeah. And but the, it's not that big of an ask to, to no, believe No, not at all. It's, it seems like a party trick that you can like, make work in like a more fun way and that's how the plot of the movie goes like he makes shots from like you know the free throw line as like yeah. a halftime sideshow yeah and i don't know i feel like that sort of makes sense kind of that believability and then you know like you said mvp we've got a chimpanzee pulling off a fucking slap shot at right? speed. Like, <laughs> yeah. and skating you know like <laughs> First of all, skating, not just throwing the helmet everywhere, but, like, <laughs> holding the stick correctly and, like, <laughs> having good form on a wrist shot and everything. It's un- it's unbelievable, really. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I, I gotta watch these other ones. I feel like 
I was looking at the sequels and I was like, the most believable sports that like a golden retriever could play are basketball and soccer. Soccer, you know, you just like kind of push it forward, I guess. You yeah. Maybe couldn't like really get a good kick on it or pass it, but like basketball, you just like boop, knock it up in the air. Yeah. And sometimes it goes in. Um, I'm not buying that he can play baseball though. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I care as a how... kid having trouble with him in the football gear, too. <laughs> <laughs> Even in childhood, shit? I was like, oh, come on. And why does he wear, like, an old-timey 1930s football helmet? What's that about? <laughs> oh, I have no idea, man. Um, yeah, this movie agrees with me that clowns suck and dogs are awesome. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, like, <clears throat> I didn't even remember that <clears throat> a clown is the villain and Buddy's former owner. Like, had Oh, no... I remember. Oh, I knew now? Like, I'm saying, like, but, Trauma. like... <laughs> if, if you If you asked me before last week to summarize Airbud, I wouldn't have mentioned the owner at all. I wouldn't have mm, mentioned the mm-hmm. clown. Um, and then it just slowly started coming back to me. And then suddenly I remembered everything about it. And I was like, this fucker, this fucking piece of monkey shit. And I just like had all this like, like hatred I'd felt for decades, like a very effective villain. I hated him as an adult, hated the villain. Absolutely. Like he, he seemed like the opening shot in his little fucking sweet tooth from twisted metal clown car backfiring over the horizon i think it was you know it was a thing like if he's a bad guy his his car sucks that seems to be a trope i don't know that's yeah side thought and then (laughs) an even bigger villain shows up when the uh, opening credits say it's a harvey weinstein production i only i I can only i can only imagine what buddy had to do for this role (laughs) oh god i'm i'm docking a point from you my 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 rating of you just docked a point. That's fine. <laughs> I deserve that. Now you're at a fifty. You need to lick up all the peanut butter. All right, so you didn't even hear me say something sweet. No, what did you say? I said now you're at a fifty because you lost a point. Oh, Danny, and then I made a joke about peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we've we've done we've done gone done praised this movie enough. We really put it over. We really put it over. Now to have some fun with it, Danny. Okay. So, in your synopsis, you mentioned that the kid, Josh, is playing basketball by himself in, like, a court behind a church? Yeah. So, okay. This church looks like it's been abandoned since 1925. Yes. And there's still, like, I know it's a chain, but it is still a net on the hoop. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised this dilapidated church even had a basketball court to begin with yeah what what like old ass methodist presbyterian looking little tiny chapel had a fucking youth group in 1925 (laughs) that was sinners in the hand of an angry god era like they were they were trying to make jesus your homeboy at that point like it looks like the kind of church that exists only to have a cemetery. Yeah! 
Yes. Maybe maybe the the basketball court was built on the graves of uh, several Lutherans from the 1920s, and that's why all the bad stuff in this movie happens. <laughs> oh, that court is haunted. But it's right on the sound. I think this takes place in, like, the Seattle area. Maybe. Which, hmm. Yeah, maybe so. I I, th- I think they it is in Washington State. I know that. I think when he like you remember he clears out the trees. He's like, oh, there's a body of water here, mm-hmm. and I think that's the sound with the Olympic Mountains in the background. Very beautiful. I'm surprised. That he was didn't a great shot. Was, I'm surprised he didn't notice there was water back there. <laughs> um, you know how quiet, quiet lakes are. <laughs> <laughs> that's technically the ocean, but whatever. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Famously quiet, the sea. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, something my wife didn't really like, but we did get a good laugh at. We bring Buddy home and we give him a bath. Mm-hmm. And we play Splish Splash. Yeah! I was... <laughs> Splish Splash, I was abusing this dog because <laughs> Buddy did not look into that at all. No, he was having a bad time. Like, if you take the music out, like, this is evidence. It's not a fun family feature. Yeah, that's that's a lot like uh, Eleven at bath time. She just gets so forlorn. Um, mm. It's horrible. Uh, Good use of the word forlorn. Thank you. <laughs> so, this is something that struck me as really funny. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that our, our boy Josh, with he's so depressed... That he has a framed photo of his dad's obituary that he looks at from time to time. <laughs> he, he framed a copy of his obituary. <laughs> it's like, it's like a scrapbook. <laughs> I I didn't really put any thought into it. Who does you... that? That's never been done. I'm glad you pointed it out. Uh, <laughs> jeez, man. I don't know. That's depression. Him. That's depression right there. Like, this kid is in grief. He's a grief-stricken boy who needs a talented golden retriever to bring him out of this <laughs> I was going to say an outlet, but, you know, that works too. <laughs> man, I, I was going to text you at some point to say this but then it turned around and it didn't actually you know stick throughout the movie i was gonna say that it was nice to watch a movie where the kid in the lead role sucks ass at basketball he's so bad but he gets better he gets better probably because he practices with the dog but yeah he like discovers the basketball court and he just fucking smacks the backboard (laughs) sucks so bad Nothing but net, and then he just like throws it into the Puget Sound. It's like, well, so much for the basketball. Damn, did they bury your talent with your dad too? <laughs> oh my god! I know a dog that can dig it up. <laughs> that's how. He, that's why he got so good at the end. Um, do you, Do you think it makes up for the bath time sadness that they let Buddy eat so many cups of pudding in this movie? That's got to balance it out, right? Yeah, maybe there was pudding off camera for those scenes, too. And he was just squirming to get out. I want the pudding! <laughs> Probably. You should see my dog's eyes when there's sliced bananas present. So I get it, you know. 
they go uh, they go nuts for that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Did you think that the basement area, boiler room, whatever, in the school where the kid goes to do laundry like a fucking square, um, did you think that room looked like it was from Nightmare on Elm Street? Because I sure did. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yes, I definitely do. I was very boiler room-esque. You're just like, oh, I think they're keeping somebody else down here. <laughs> Don't fall asleep down here, kid. One, two, buddy's coming for you. Three, four, rebound off the backboard. I don't know. We can't keep doing this. I um, You look like you were going to say something. I wasn't. You? Okay. I I had to remember right before we were coming on to record. I had to remember why the old coach got fired and why the janitor got to like replace him as head coach. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, that was oh, kind of dark, kind of dark and kind of sudden. Yeah, I felt really good that something was immediately done by that uh, about that. But yeah, no, the head coach seemed like a pretty normal guy and then all of a sudden he is just psychologically abusing these children um that was abrupt very abrupt while we're on the subject oh okay i don't want to take this to a racial place mm-hmm. but was it a little uncomfortable that the horrible team of white kids who were bad at basketball were saved by the only black guy they know I'm going to let you comment on that yourself, buddy. I don't know that I want to comment on it or feel that it is my place to comment on it, but I will say um, it was... (laughs) (laughs) He's the only black guy in the whole fucking movie and his whole purpose is to teach white people how to play basketball. In the whole town. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, how do you not see how bad that looks when you're making this movie? In the movie's defense, if the, so the guy played for the Seattle Supersonics at some point. Yes. In, in his life. I don't know if you've been to the Pacific Northwest. A lot of people up there look like us. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Not always a super diverse kind of town uh, or region of the country, mm-hmm. I'll say. So that's all I'm going to say, Denny. Please. <laughs> that's all the more reason to just have it be a white coach and not take it to this weird place. <laughs> no, make it weird. Make it weirder. <laughs> all I'm saying is, like, you can't not see it, okay? You just can't not see that. Fair enough, you know. It's it's all been laid out before us now, and we admit to ourselves, hey, maybe that was a little weird. And if that's what's keeping it off Disney Plus, they should really like take a look at the rest of their catalog they've got on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've this seen w- <laughs> Song of the South, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen the original Peter Pan cartoon or whatever. Um, yeah, they always had that disclaimer, like, this was made at a time when stuff like this was okay. We acknowledge that it's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> they should put it back on Disney+. Plus. Like, we understand the optics of having the one <laughs> black person in the film <laughs> be the one that makes these white kids good at basketball. 
we acknowledge that we present the art at as as it was originally intended. <laughs> You're welcome, Disney. I just wrote that for you on yeah. the spot. Yeah. Bill me. <laughs> You're or welcome. You'll receive an invoice. Don't bill me for doing that. <laughs> So let's um, go ahead. No, no. Let's what? Let's talk about the court scene. Yeah, you seemed really excited to uh <laughs> to, to get into that like a whole separate conversation. What do you got? I think it ruined the fucking movie. Okay. <laughs> you know what I have to say to that? What? You're right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like the movie is over. Like we have ended the movie. And then they're, like, all of a sudden just in this courtroom we've never seen before. And having this, like, there's so many of these unbelievably unrealistic trials. Like, they're written with, like, no concept of how court works in 90s movies. They're in, it's in Patch Adams. It's in Big Daddy. Jesus like, Christ. Like, there's so many of these things. This courtroom scene is so tonally separate from the rest of the movie that it seems like it's taking place in a different fucking reality, Greg. Like, it seems, like, non-canon. It, you expect it to be someone's dream that they wake up from. Like, what the fuck was that? What were, what were, your, what were your thoughts? What were your reactions? It was a tonal pivot that I don't think is rivaled in anything I can think of off the top of my head. It's, it's a strange slop together sort of conclusion yeah i will say they already did a conclusion well yeah there you go but it's just like we all as a town band together it, it, it could have been done so much simpler like we all as a town you're just like you know what mr clown guy we don't like you we don't need you uh this dog is not yours he hates you get away from us they should have just had Buddy bite him in the dick and call it a day. Like <laughs> that would have been very funny. That would have been so cool. Yeah. And th and then like, I don't know. It just could have been a lot simpler. I feel like the writers like tried to adultify the script a little bit too much and be like, well, surely these kids will question like the legal ramifications. Of <laughs> <laughs> he has papers. We've established this. And kids are gonna ask their parents. But mom and dad, I thought the clown had papers. Well, no, you can have the dog bite the guy in the dick and finish your movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, we got to have a judge and a bailiff do like comedy bits while like <laughs> a Patch Adams ass courtroom scene takes place. Good comparison by you. <laughs> they should have had uh they should have had the clown eat a basketball and then have Buddy shoot the basketball and just blow him up like they did Jaws. That's how you dispose <laughs> of an antagonist. <laughs> Smile, you son of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he kept barking in there. That's funny. Um, do you have anything else on that finale? I, It felt like it took a weirdly serious turn and then turned like... It was Looney Tunes. It, it, it was, was fucking so fast. Looney Tunes, man. It was so fast. It was very Looney Tunes. I like that. It was just like, well, the decision is we're going to all go outside now. And do this group activity. That's how they settle shit at Hogwarts. <laughs> like, this seemed like goddamn wizard's chest to fucking resolve the movie. Like, what the fuck was this? Not me. Not buddy. You. <laughs> not 
clown. <laughs> clown who shall not be named. Um, I don't know. I, I think you make a great point. It's one of those things that, like, not only does is it so out of place, but it also happens super quick. Like, it establishes brand new stakes and then, like... <laughs> new locations in the last five minutes of the movie? <laughs> stumbles through them, plows on through, forces a conclusion. You're like, what just happened? <laughs> like, it, it breaks the flow, for sure. Yeah. Felt like a piece of a different movie. Hmm. It felt like a sneak preview of what was to come for the rest of the franchise. It's like at the end of Back to the Future 2 when there's a trailer yeah. for Back to the Future 3. <laughs> Th that was the first inklings of Space Buddies. <laughs> that courtroom like, scene. On the next, Air Bud. <laughs> this dog's going to have puppies and they're going to dress up for Christmas. And they're going to save it somehow, I bet. Um, anyways, man. This, um... If you're done talking about the finale scene. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. I will talk about my other big problem with this movie, which was also uh, my big problem with MVP, Most Valuable Primate. We're here to watch the dog play basketball. Yeah. We don't see this dog shoot a basket until 44 minutes and 30 seconds into the film. Big problem. What you got? Rebuttal. Ah, oh, okay. After you've seen the dog play basketball, what's there left to wow you with? You came here to see a dog play basketball. If that uh -huh. happens too soon, what are we going to do with the rest of the movie? Yeah, we really got to put a lid on what makes the movie fun. Because I, I, no, I'm saying I think they did a good job of stretching this one note premise a dog plays basketball. I think they did a really good job of stretching that into 90 minutes. Yeah. I mean, the kid staring at his framed dad's <laughs> obituary, like, really, you know, it was a really good use of the runtime. I agree. <laughs> Do you remember that intensely sad Christmas scene that was in there for no reason? Um, I remember they had Christmas. Remind me a little bit, though. It just happens real quick. It's just, like, really heavy, sad music, and it pans over their Christmas trees and decorations, and then we're just, like, on with the plot. It was, like, Air Bud's a Christmas movie. Don't forget. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Watch Santa Buddies on DVD this Christmas. Uh, <laughs> there was... I don't know. Maybe it's a 90s thing, right? We got the, um... The Goodwill Hunting score music tones to tell you how to feel, mm -hmm. and it just kind of flows through different emotional states. We got to hit these beats, right? Yeah. I guess I don't know. Christmas doesn't have to be sad. <laughs> I like Christmas a lot. Someone should have told my family. Oh my gosh! Well, they should have gotten you a golden retriever that can play sports. That'd be dope. That's on them. <laughs> then they'd That's have the them. son they always wanted. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. You know what it's like to be the golden retriever-like child who can't play sports? <laughs> Just a big, dumb, hairy doofus at that point. You're more like a Labrador. <laughs> Get out of here, you fucking cocker spaniel boy. Denny, you always struck me as more of a Labradoodle guy. <laughs> I'll take that. That's adorable. So, um, yeah, I all I gotta say about that, we... 
we get halfway through the movie. Same with MVP. It really made me want to raise my score for Cocaine Bear. I'm here to see the bear do cocaine. <laughs> They're just like, within five minutes, we're doing that. That's that's how you stretch it for 90 minutes. You just do it. You start there, and then you say, now what? So let me Now ask he you plays this. in the NBA. He gets drafted, right? Let me By ask you Knicks. this. Yeah. Do you like to orgasm at the beginning of sex or at the end of sex? Uh, both. <laughs> God damn it. But you get the point I was trying to make, right? I, I get the point. Buddy playing basketball is the nut. That's the nut of this movie. Dog playing basketball. And they give us a little taste of the nut. Oh, 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 oh baby, let me pull out. Let me pull out. Sorry. Whew, getting a little too sensitive. Just I'm not going to engage. Just give me a second. You get that at the church court with all the dead people under it. Um, he plays a little. But then as we build up and things are getting hot and heavy and we're both about to climax together, he strolls out in a uniform with basketball shoes on his puppy paws. Yes! Yes, buddy! Yes! And he shoots! He scores. That's how you make a goddamn movie, Greg! That's how you make a movie about a dog that plays basketball! So the kid that was like the bad guy, he was also in Freddy vs. Jason. Really? Yeah. Who he was, was he? One of the kids. Uh, one of the kids. I don't know. He was also in Violent Night. He was one of the bad guys. Wow. That, this guy's kind of typecast as a piece of shit. This is me derailing your uh, little little thing there. It's okay. Not... I had already finished. And now what do we do with the rest of the podcast, Denny? Oh, no, I guess we got to be creative do, and do stuff. Do we give our Critiker scores at the beginning or the end, Greg? The end. But that's not why people are here. Like, No one's clamoring like, stop talking about the movie. Just give it a number. <laughs> I guess that's true. This isn't called Critiker Scores Weekly. Um, if, we made, <laughs> if we called it that and made people wait an hour and a half... Um, all right, folks, this week, True Grit, 34, save, 24. Come back next week. <laughs> or just check my Critiker. I don't really know the point of this audio format. <laughs> Denny, what about you? What numbers are your favorite? <laughs> now, I don't want to wish harm on a child. Greg, it's but... okay. We saw the memes you made about the Titan. <laughs> All right, all right. None of these kids were billionaires. Um, but that, but Buddy's got a God-given set of teeth that would be very effective on defense. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Give him a little nip while the ref's looking the other way. He's always slipping and falling. Just give him a little, you know, scare scare him a little bit. You can commit a foul or two here and there, and Buddy's only got his teeth, yeah. right? I'm, Buddy's such a fucking Boy Scout. They really should have gave him some edge. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some depth of character. Give, show me his dirty side. Yeah, he's he, he needs to be more rich and more believable. Just like, there's two sides to every coin, you know? Like, everyone's got their stuff. Everyone's got their problems, their darkness, the evil inside of them. And Buddy, he's not always a good boy. When you don't give him pudding in time, sometimes... He snaps back.
Yeah, everybody knows that they use multiple dogs to make this movie, but did you know they use multiple kids because Buddy killed the first one? <laughs> you won't find that on IMDb, folks. The real twist is that Buddy killed the kid's dad. <laughs> Buddy's just trying to look for some repentance and just like, He's got, he's got he's harboring a secret for sure, but in the meantime, he is going to teach him basketball. <laughs> it's now that we've now that we've won state, I've got something to tell you. <laughs> I taught someone else basketball before. Your old man. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen anyone like him. That's why I had to kill him. <laughs> he threatened my power. <laughs> I'm in I the starting it. lineup around here, kid. Don't forget it. He filled my locker full of banana pudding. I was all fattened up for tryouts. <laughs> so I slashed his tires. And after the big game, well, he never made it home. <laughs> now he's into football. So... If I'm the coach of this other team, right, I am filing appeals to this kid's league as long as there is air in my lungs. Yeah. I mean, this this is something that never occurred to me before this watch. <laughs> there's, like, a better argument to be made. Like, there's, like, okay, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. Fine. But there's definitely something in the rule book that says, like, all the players have to be middle school boys that go to that middle school. Like, he's mm -hmm. not a middle schooler. He can't play on the team. He's not a fucking middle schooler. This is a school tournament. A school-based tournament, basically. Schools are facing each other. He's not a student at the school. No! There are rules in the rule book. <laughs> <laughs> that say this is not allowed. It's like, like you wouldn't let one of the kid's dads join the game. Like, because he was ready and there wasn't something that said no dads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's nothing about great uncles. So just because this guy's great uncle is Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> the rule didn't specify. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's covered in a broader sense by other things, Ref. Like, we can <laughs> we can say no to things. Put on your big boy pants. Uh. So, one more thing that legitimately did bother me about the movie. That insanely sad scene that made you cry at the sleepover, where he's leaving Buddy. Insanely sad, really well done, genuinely tears at the heart. Completely pointless. Right. Buddy comes back in the next scene and the kid just welcomes him back. He's not even like, Buddy, you can't be here! He's just like, Buddy! It's like, just immediately took him back with like, You've passed my test! <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, do you remember what you just did earlier today, motherfucker? Do you remember? Like, you took a fairy? Like... This is really setting him up to fail in future relationships. You know, also speaking of goodwill hunting, you can't just keep pushing someone away and tell them to fuck off forever and then expect them to come running back. 
we're really instilling like a bad mindset in this kid early and i don't like that one bit yeah absolutely not um that was that was bad writing that was really bad writing yeah we could we could pick it apart all day and still find ways to be right about it (laughs) um my last thing i guess on the movie is it's more of a it's not even like a 90s thing it's just like a kids movie in general when they're sports based there's always like the slow motion countdown there's only three seconds left on the clock and we get like it slows down like i do a little bit of slow-mo but it's not enough to make me believe that this kid wouldn't just be instantly covered and tackled by somebody like this kid is open for like four full seconds yeah. and you're telling me nobody was like oh he has the basketball i'm yeah. gonna go defend him now yeah everyone's just like waving their hands in the corner at a kid that doesn't have the ball you know part as the clock hits one then a kid starts running towards him to finally play defense before he makes the three hate it immersion breaking every time can't stand it yeah that's my two cents i also didn't like how long before the game winning shot the buzzer went off how do you mean or like the buzzer has completely rung like it's done ringing and the ball hasn't hit the backboard yet as long as it's in the air that still counts i know i know i know it but like it's not it's not dramatic thematically yeah yeah exactly it would be more dramatic if it like and like starts going and then goes through the net and then finishes once it yeah i totally agree There well, is a rule in the rule book about that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you got any uh, any other Airbud thoughts? I think I'm I'm about spent. Yeah, I guess I'm tapped out. Um, you know, I I just I feel energized to talk about this premise as a whole. Mm-hmm. But you know, we've got an entire <laughs> theme here to do just that. So I'm I'm looking forward to a lot more here. Mm-hmm. This was a good start. So absolutely. I'm, I'm, I think we got a lot out of a movie that was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But still had a lot to make fun of. Like oh, you said, totally. we were talking about a different movie. Like, oh yeah, Good Will Hunting. Again, it's an easy one to make fun of. Not like shit on because it's bad, but like make fun of because it's, you know. <laughs> it's just kind of asking for it. It's just kind of asking for it. It's from a certain time. It's got certain things that it's just like, I can easily make fun of this and still acknowledge that it has like uh genuine quality to it i guess Mm -hmm. so without further ado denny what is our gimmick of the week this week a brand new theme means a brand new gimmick what do we got this week um the gimmick of the week is the hairy highlight reel the coolest play made by an animal playing a sport greg what is your hairy highlight reel moment of the week for me this week, this one you won't find in the top ten on Sports Center, but you will find it in Airbud. It's not while he's playing basketball. It is when he decides to climb out of Josh's window, walk across the roof, scale down the lattice work, jump off the hood of the car, and go down to the driveway to steal the newspaper. We just keep it in the wide shot, and Buddy goes from out out a window, like makes his way down from the roof incredibly impressive well done by buddy put that on the hairy highlight reel 
What about you? Greg, it's been a while. Yes! We picked the same one, and I will add, I believe the sport is called barkour. Oh! (laughs) I didn't know he could play two sports. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a really awesome scene. That hasn't happened in a while. Mm -mm, Been a long time, actually. Long time. Used to happen, like, every other episode, I feel like. For real? Well, we were doing three times the amount. Oh of shit! That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that is why. But like, I don't know. It's another one of those things where, like, after the I think that takes place after the bathtub scene, mm-hmm. and I'm watching that with a new mindset of like, was this really safe for the dog? I hope so. Yeah, it worked, but I'm also like, I don't know if the dog's super game for this. I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it's fine. That dog's dead by now. Um, Damn. I'm talking you at another point. You just killed that dog in my mind. It's been 26 years. You're at a 49, Greg. Keep it up. Keep it up. Call me a dog because I just keep digging. I already made that joke earlier. So, Denny, what is your favorite line from Airbud? Um, My favorite line, I want to give some runners up. Um, Hmm. I'll go with, uh, ain't no rule that says dogs can't play basketball. Just an iconic line. I loved hearing it. Um, written on the church, eek and ye shall fin. Uh, my favorite Bible verse. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that's in the Psalms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Psalms with no P. It's, it starts with an S in this version. <laughs> S apostrophe A-L-L-M-S. Yes. But I'm just going to go. It's just like tickled my funny bone for some reason. The villain shouting, I hate being a clown. Like, like you're born that way. <laughs> you, know, like, you can't change it. Like, it's like, dude, just stop being a clown. Go, I'm already... go get a job got... in food service, man. Like, you don't have to be a clown. Exactly. <laughs> You could literally be a janitor at the school, and you might end up coaching the basketball team. No, you um, actually have to have an NBA resume for that. I've already, I've already got a clown head on the top of my '79 Tundra. What else can I fucking do with my life? <laughs> I've committed too much to this to go back now. And now my Ford Ranger has fallen apart. I've, I've given him two trucks now at this point. So <laughs> let's do mine, I guess. Um, we did have the same one, one of your runners-up. It is the iconic one, but I like it for a different reason. It is the only one I put down. I gotta try to match the delivery here. Ain't no rule says the dog can't play basketball. You <laughs> so just... way he's... I remembered that ref and his voice so well. Like, I remembered exactly what that man looked and talked like. <laughs> he was doing a lot of pratfalls and, like, physical comedy, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I liked him just fine. And then he hits him with like this little kind of a goofy accent, sort of. And he's just like, ah, ain't no rules said dog can't play basketball. <laughs> and, you know, we remember, we've been quoting it like leading up to this and being like, there's no rule in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. It seems like it should be more of like a triumphant thing, like a, you know, something resounding. But it's just like, well, I skimmed this book and I don't see anything about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> very, very fucking funny to hear that. Uh, presented as it was so that's that's it for me 
Beautiful, beautiful pick. Love the reason behind it. Um, what is uh, what is your Critiker score, my friend? My Critiker score, uh, like I said, Critiker thought I would give it a 4 out of 40 or a 1 out of 10. I was a little bit higher on it, but not as much. Um, is it a good movie? Not really, but it's nowhere near like a bad movie at all. I had a decent time. I gave it a 15 out of 40, um, close to halfway. But uh, just we didn't need to take almost 45 minutes to play basketball with the dog. Mm -hmm. That's where I stand. I know you disagree, but that's where I stand. All right. All right. Uh, I gave it a 33. Uh, it was a 35 before the courtroom scene. I docked two full points for how mm. bad that was. And honestly, probably should have docked more. Um, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to dog you for that reason. Hey, <laughs> um, anyway, anyways. 30 is a passing grade for me, and unlike Greg, I grade by genre. Uh, I'm comparing this to other kids' movies. I think <laughs> Other basketball-playing dog movies. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm judging it. it as a kids' movie, and I think, uh, I think it's a perfectly acceptable and passable kids' movie. Um, I think, I okay. think it, it's, it's, you know, and even a couple points better than the passing at the bare minimum. It was solid. I liked it. Yeah, good enough for me. That works. Well, we did it, Denny. We did it. We just, uh, 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 oh, God. The Jaws mm -hmm. kill. Airbud looks at the clown with the basketball in his mouth and says, You eat some air, bud. Nice. <laughs> and he just blows him up. <laughs> he just overinflates him. Boom. <laughs> blows him up clown style. Like a balloon. Clown style. <laughs> It's like being a clown is a condition for this man. Like, you need to see a doctor to have a clownoplasty. It sure seems to be. Like, I uh, my window's made of beer and my yard's made of mud. <laughs> this is the life that was chosen for me. My window's made of beer. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. But yes, anyway. we did it. The podcast is over now. The podcast is over, Denny. Um, we do have to get into what we're doing next week. And yes. folks, I know you're thinking to yourself, like, wow, a dog playing basketball. That's unbelievable. What's next? A chimpanzee riding a skateboard? <laughs> You'd be exactly right. That is what's next. Because, folks, we already did MVP, Most Valuable Primate. But did you know there's a sequel? MVP 2, Most Vertical Primate. That's right, folks. It's the Tony Hawk of the animal kingdom. And as I say that, a hawk is also an animal. Wait, are we uh, are we not doing most extreme primate? Most extreme is the snowboarding one. Oh, I got him. I got him mixed up. I got him mixed it's up. It's not extreme enough in this one. He gets more extreme later. But he is but less he valuable vertical. than he used to be. Yeah, he goes from having value to simply being in a certain orientation. Okay. Okay. So he's he goes from being having value to being vertical. Okay. Uh, I believe that goes. And then he becomes extreme. So there's a happy ending. And he's so. worth the most when he's horizontal though. We know that much. That's when his value is the highest. He's got to put pucks in the net, you know. He's not putting pucks in the net. I can't believe he gets radicalized after this and becomes an extremist. <laughs> most extremist primate. <laughs> this this franchise had some balls. <laughs> Jack gets radicalized. 
But the problem is, it's with all these movies, man. You wait 45 minutes before he attends his first fucking cult meeting. It's such bullshit. Yeah. It's, it, it's Bored. Pa- it's called pacing, Greg. It's called pacing. It's called, it's called pacing. Look it up. Uh, anyways, we'll see you guys next week for MVP2. Uh, hopefully by then we will have a poll ready for you guys to pick our third movie. Uh, we might dip back into Airbud specific movies on the poll. We've got a couple other things going on. Turns out there's not a lot of movies where animals well, play sports. There's plenty of Airbud sequels, is what I found out as I searched this up. Like we're gonna there have to double dip, but we, we we're not we're not short on poll options. They're just all in the same franchise. It's not gonna be a very. It's basically gonna be a poll of like which sport do you want to see Buddy play. I want to see him play the least believable sport for a dog to play. Which, of the sequels, three of them super qualify. Mm -hmm. Volleyball, baseball, football. I'm not buying that for a fucking second. Soccer, I believe it, like I said earlier. But, like, your neck rotation, being able to hit a home run, I'm not buying that shit for a second. No way can he jump and, like, put his paws up to, like block a spike or whatever and no way would a dog hit a baseball and not chase it (laughs) he got himself out (laughs) i don't know what to tell you he caught it i've never seen that before there's nothing in the rule book that says the dog can't get himself out (laughs) but he is out i guess we have to allow it (laughs) anyways turns out buddy fucking sucked at baseball that would have been a great move (laughs) this dog is good at like every other sport why is he not doing it right (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Greatest of all time. Like, why can't he put it together for baseball? Come on, buddy. You know, sometimes you just don't have it. <laughs> I'll bet Air Buddy Bud. and Jordan really relate to each other. Buddy and Jordan, man. Like, those are my goats. Ooh, what about a goat that played? Never mind. <laughs> he would play football. He'd just be eating the grass the whole time. So... That's it. That's enough animal jokes. we got to save some for next time, Denny. Uh, in the meantime, though, it took 45 minutes, but if I lay enough pudding out on your desk, do you think you could uh, supply us with a catchphrase? For Greg Work, the Leg Work Johnson, mm, I'm Denny the Talent Taylor, and this has been Movies for When! We already told you when, but you know what we didn't tell you? What's my cage again? I'm a policeman. See my badge?